Master Skywalker, there are too many. Swear words. What are we going to do? <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me dead. We're fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Nothing but Star Wars. Hello, and thank you for joining us for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. Hey, hey, my name's Pat, but don't call me Padawan Collins. And hello there, it's the Mayor of Alderaan, Andy Hanlon. And it's Ryan Sith, Sithy Sith, Sitherson, Sherman Hess. I don't know. I got Scraping the bottom of that barrel there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> it just—I oh. I thought maybe if I kept saying Sith, something would come to me, but it did not. I—I th- I figured you'd be all about like the Sithy diaper kind of thing. Like, I don't think you've leaned into that one yet, have you? No, it's—it's it's too much of my day-to-day life as it is. So. <laughs> this is my—this is, is my happy space. I podcast Sith. I podcast to forget. Suck Sith. <sighs> suck Sith. Success. Well, we're, we're reunited, guys. This is our first podcast together in three episodes, I think it is. Four episodes? Since last year. Since last year? Oh, wow. Happy 2023, boys. What are we What are we doing? What's up? Well, I mean, we have talked to each other. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. But guys, <laughs> Just not together. Damn it, Andy. It's not Fourth together. fucking wall. Fourth fucking wall. God damn you scuba steve for not for filling for canceling my podcast filler time so that we can get to a respectable runtime in this episode <laughs> scuba steve what does he got to do with the price of butter i just say scuba steve damn you oh okay gotcha yeah true enough um but yeah okay happy 2023 guys we're only what two weeks into fuck me <laughs> it's January twenty fifth <laughs> for more than two weeks. weeks. Yeah, three and a yeah, half. Almost weeks. Th- it's uh, February is almost here. Yeah, we're 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 doing good so far, boys. About our consistency. It's almost it's almost my birthday. Holy shit! You're oh right, shit! It is. it is. In case you didn't run and remember, I I'm not gonna lie. I usually always remember, and I kind of forgot. <laughs> Time is a big a bit of a blur for me right but you, now. But you have a child, and you have other yeah. priorities now. Yeah, <laughs> I always remember I'm exactly like ten months older than you. And then, exactly, because we're both thirties. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're both. Yes, we're both thirties. Both thirty. We're both thirty. <laughs> both <You're> squirty. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> <laughs> dirty squirty. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now that we've lost all our listeners, uh, let's start talking about Star Wars. Let's get real dirty. Let's get real freaking out. Do you do do you know the celebrity that I share a birthday with? Don't care in the least. But who? I think you would care. (laughs) Care support? Okay. No, something. It's no Star Wars character, unfortunately. Should we guess? But you never know. Give us hints. He could. He could be a Star Wars character one day. Okay, uh, should we ask you like yes or no questions and kind of like akinator this, oh. or do you want to give us some hints? I'm trying to think of creative questions. This is an actor. An actor. 
This is oh, an actor who has frequently lost weight for films and then gained it back. Christian Christian Bale. Yep. Wow. That, Good, well done, you. That was oh, my yeah. guess too. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> well done. Well done. Christian Bale. I mean, he's okay. considerably older than me. I actually, I recently watched The Fighter, and that's a solid movie. Mm-hmm. It's good for a laugh and a cry. It's a great movie. Mark Wahlberg. His, his role in The Fighter, like his his uh, physical appearance in The Fighter and his physical appearance in The Machinist, which was even oh. more thin, <sighs> is crazy. Because in each of those movies, he like is so thin and then buffs up for Batman. Oh, um, The Machinist yeah, yeah. was actually bef- well before Begins, I think, wasn't it? But It was right before Begins. Within the six months, he actually gained too much weight. When he first started filming Batman Begins, they they called him Fat Man for a little while, right? Because he was jacked yeah. in uh, Begins. Well, he was t- he, he was actually tr- he was trimmed down a little bit in the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the fighter came out I think just before uh, Rises. Yeah, I think so. And he had to gain, right. he had to gain it back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was that? I said just before or just after? I think. <laughs> Your your audio kind of cut there for a second. I thought you said I thought you said he's a gorgeous actor. <laughs> I thought you said that too. He's gorgeous, thin or fat. I love him. Ah, uh, he can do no wrong. He can butter my bread, thick or thin. Aside from Thor: Love and Thunder, well, actually, you know what? Uh, he was actually good in Thor: Love and Thunder. He was the only person who showed up to act. Everyone else just kind of phoned it in. <laughs> They're just riding on That's his true, coattails. Huh? But alas, anywho. Bad Batch. Hey, you guys been watching? Nope. Yep. Not Last two week. episodes for me were kind of the one that would have just aired today. Most recent one. The Indiana Jones-esque was, I'm not going to lie, um, a little boring. And I'm going to say Wanda Sykes' character kind of annoying in this episode because I don't really get her motive. Like, why would she go in this adventure with them? Yeah. yeah. And why would they trust each other? It doesn't make any sense at all. Was, I was just waiting for her, not no spoilers because this didn't happen. I was waiting for her to kind of like reveal that this it was like a trap or something. They led them, she led them into this trap or something. But that never came. And then I'm like, huh. I keep why having I waste to my time with this. Keep having to check myself and realize that this is this is a fucking cartoon for kids. <laughs> for sure. Like not for me. <laughs> And that, like I might as well be like critically interpreting Care Bears right now and just saying what is what is Grumpy Bear's motive right now? What is what is what does Lionheart have to do with the scene? What is his motivation? No, it's a fucking cartoon, Pat. God damn it. And then well, But but there's so many I, I mean, glimmers of I mean goodness. to be fair, the Clone Wars, when did Clone Wars end? Like twenty fifteen? Like, if you don't count the last season, which came out like Yeah. So okay. So those kids, let's say they were 10 when they watched, it would be 20 now. So th- to be fair, Bad Batch, I would think, is for people in their 20s, not people in their mid to late 30s. But the last two episodes have not shown me that. Those were fucking meetings that could have been an email. Like those were. That's a good point. That's those good were point. absolutely like just adventure for adventure's sake. Sure. You know, that, that's great. And that's wonderful. And that's what it is. But I want more. I'm just like fucking give me a little bit more of that Star Wars lore and substance and like connection and story. There's no story. It's just serial episodic like the last two anyways. Um, You made a good point off air there, Ryan, that the previous episode to that with uh, Crosshair, 
Mwah, chef's kiss that was beautiful that was so yeah, like yeah. that was a good episode that that had me like all right yep. it's going it's going somewhere and then they had the race episode with uh with tech and like yeah good for tech you get an you get an episode to yourself good on you bud you're in the you're see in the- I, I as annoying as the the, la- the racing episode was i kind of get it for in terms of expanding tech's character the very so the- then i i gave it a pass but then to have this second one-off adventure right after it, I think that's what made it worse. And this, the, the what where I gave a hall pass to the racing episode was at the very end when uh, the big, huge guy, uh, fuck, I can't remember the species name, but the thing with the horns, he, he seemed like a bit of a mm-hmm. gangster kind of a guy. And mm-hmm. he gave that warning at the very end of the episode, like, don't trust Ree Perlman. Sid? Sid? Sid. Don't trust Sid. Sid. I think that's her name. Yeah. Uh, like basically giving the bad batch a warning saying like, you know, you're awful loyal. It does not go both ways. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It gave that, that little bit at the very, very end where I was just like, Ooh, that was kind of worth it. A little bit of a juicy little, Mm -hmm. but again, a meeting that could have been an email. That one sentence right there, they had to go on this huge elaborate and maybe a lot of our previous generations, like Gen Xers maybe would have thought that about, Phantom Menace and the podcast, uh, the podcast scene there, where it's just like very long, very um, overstretched. Did they really need to do that in order to just like get Anakin off the planet? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe they thought of it like that as well. But that was my kind of interpretation as to what mm-hmm. what that racing episode was like. It just like ugh, I, I was kind of like. Okay, it's it's at least a little bit entertaining. It's a little bit fun. It did have that podcast yeah. or that sorry that pod racing vibe to it, but it was just. Mm-hmm. Mm, but then, and the cross era episode was pretty heavy, so like it was kind of a nice little palate cleanser. Yeah. Like, okay, doing something fun again, expecting something a little more serious for this week, and I was just like, it just wasn't there. And then See? this week, uh, th- there was no reason for the bad, but like that was so, for lack of a better term, childish. In their approach to it. Like a child would be like, ooh, treasure, let's go. Ew, that looks neat. Like there's no real justification or purpose for it. They, they There's no mm-hmm. like cost-benefit analysis to their justification to go get this hidden yeah. treasure that they found. They found a fucking trinket. Like if I found a map in the middle of the road that just had like an X to it, even if I knew where the location was, I, pr- I don't think my curiosity or lust for treasure in this economy even would I mm-hmm. follow that map? Like they they have to, they have fuel to think about. They have provisions to think about. They have all of these expedition related costs that might not be and likely won't be. And ultimately weren't justified. What the fuck? So long story short, Andy, you really missed a big episode. This week. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, his mic's not working. Oh, well, He'll just go on, hop off, and he's going to go watch the Bad Batch right now. Yeah, I understand your sign language. Uh-oh. You're going to go watch the Bad Batch right now. Okay. Oh, he's he's. Whoa, that's that's a very rude gesture right there. You're doing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nope. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Caressing. Or did I just? Nope. Nothing. Well. But anywho, it's um. I I did I did hear though or read or watch or see somewhere. That what they discovered in that mountain could be a reference to an ancient Sith weapon. Okay. Maybe. 
Nothing like I've thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. Before I don't know. Apparently, when they the, the Sith and the Jedi first fought, but like I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It would have been neat to have like a Jedi interpreter there, like not not like a literal one, but some sort of like way for them to be like. Yeah, unless this pay, unless this pays off later, I don't know. Totally, totally. And, like and it would it would have made almost some, some sense of say can like. You hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Andy. Welcome back. If Omega was like really sad and she really wanted to do something, yeah, we can hear you. Where's Ryan? He's I'm right here. here. I don't see him on my screen at all. Okay, well, let's just keep talking. <laughs> can you hear me? We're good. <laughs> What I was going to say was um, we'll it, it, it would have made more sense if, if Omega was going through some shit or something that was real sad about something. And then this was just like a fun adventure to cheer her up. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, just, it was just literally like, I happened to find a compass in a junkyard. Let's just go follow it. Let's go for a drive. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um, we'll yeah. See. Like, like you say, unless there's some kind of payoff later on. Um, I don't know. And, and again, you know, that we, we, we always catch ourselves at this and say, we are jumping the gun. We're getting a little bit too ahead of ourselves in our, uh, qualms and quandaries with, with these shows as they're mid season, but Mm -hmm. not quite getting the, we don't have the whole picture yet. So maybe Mm -hmm. it will be good. Maybe we'll pay off. I don't know. But right now it's, you know. I can phone it in. But I'm still going to watch. Yeah. Animation looks great. It does. It's beautiful. I felt mm-hmm. bad for that little droid that got murked, but. I know. I was like, they're not going to kill him. No, they killed him. Yeah, there he goes. And he's dead. <sighs> it is an interesting relationship. I've seen a lot of people kind of debate about and talk about like how weird the relationship between droids and people are in Star Wars. Like they're like not just like machines. Like they think and feel. But then they're just treated like slaves. Yeah, absolutely. Is there some like moral conundrum there? Like, <laughs> you know, no one really cares. But at the same time, they're like clearly having independent thoughts and like have personalities right. and feelings. <laughs> Should we feel bad? Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just started reading on um, my little e-reader. Uh, I, I have like a huge infinite library. Well, not infinite, but like pretty much every single Legends era book on my e-reader. Ooh. And uh, I've just started reading the Vector Prime is the name of the book. I can't remember the name of the series overall, but it introduces this character this species uh, that ultimately ends up like threatening the entire galaxy. And they just like they're they almost get compl- they being the Star Wars, the galaxy in which Star Wars takes place, gets almost completely annihilated by this species called the Yuzhan Vong. And they are a race, an extra galactic race that comes through like this wormhole and they keep like scouting this, like mm-hmm. like what the star Wars universe is. And they ultimately come in and try and take over and start this giant war. I'm not there yet in the book, but I know about it from reading later books. Um, we have uh, this Yuzhan Vong species that relies almost completely on um, living technology. Mm. Like, they 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 think of droids as complete abominations. Like they think of them as like they're the, the god that they worship is like anything mechanical is 
like sacrilegious and absolutely hmm. just like not not worthy. It's brutal. Um, interesting. Yeah, it's a really, really interesting. And so like everything that they do from like the disguises they wear, it, it's like this oozing kind of uh, creature that has these little spines that dig into their skin, but it makes them look like whoever they want. So they're like disguised hmm. amongst uh, amongst people. But because they are barely uh, alive, or sorry, they're they're so in tune with like living things that they are completely separated from the Force. So Jedi cannot detect them. They cannot like defend against them the same way that they would be able to other species or other things. Um, it's a real hmm. like a, a a really really interesting species, and I'd love to see them introduced in uh, in like maybe a Star Wars trilogy of movies. They could easily do this big arc. Um, and what ends up happening in it is they actually end up like capturing and torturing Jason Solo, who is like kind of a Ben Solo kind of, of legends, archetype yeah. kind of thing of the Legends era. And that's what ultimately screws him and screws his mind up and ultimately leads him to the dark side, like way, way, way in the future, like 16 mm. to 20 years later, I think it is. But um, uh, but anyways, it's a, it's a really interesting species that... Um, that you know, they have a really tough time with because of their separation from the force. They're co- they're a complete warrior species. They uh like like they're masochists in the sense that mm. they take pride in the scars in their body. So they'll do things like cut off their own nose, gouge out their own eye, and be proud of that. Ugh. And it's just like like scary shit. Like like really intimidating, scary fucking. Like a, it'd be interesting, like almost like even just like one character of that race in Star Wars is like almost like a horror story yes you know what i mean like a, a one-off story or something yeah like, they're like hunting down a jedi and that's cool yeah it's good yeah. it'd be good mm. but alas the bad batch can uh just do its thing well maybe it'll get good maybe it won't i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see i want to hear you say but alas again again oh i love that you have no concept of showmanship whatsoever i love it i love it Love it. <laughs> but alas. Um, all the time. <laughs> okay. So, but uh, yeah. I'm sure there's other things out there we have to look forward to, right? Yeah. Mando season three, baby. <gasps> Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. Mando season three. Let's talk about Mando season three trailer. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, I'm I should have re- rewatched I'm- it. Mandalorian season, uh, Civil War, I think I'm seeing. Yep. That's what I think is going to happen. I think all the man- the Mandalorians who are spread out across the galaxy are going to find out that Din Djarin's got the Darksaber and they're going to come together and either align behind him and some are going to align behind Bo-Katan and others are going to be behind Death Watch. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Are the Jedi going to be involved? Is Luke going to be more involved in this little rebellion uprising? This is obviously pre mm. him pissing off, like fucking off to. I don't uh, think, I don't think, I don't we think see he will. Luke. I don't think we see. Luke. I think that's kind of it for the Jedi. There's I think not, it, this is going to be all Mandalorians. I have a theory that we will get a live action Quinlan boss. That's my prediction. Okay. Mm. Okay. I guess that's a good thing. That's a good question. Is like who saved Grogu? And Quinlan boss is definitely one of the suggested. I, I think it could be Quinlan. I, I think. What everyone wants would be for Samuel Jackson. <laughs> that would make sense, him. though. It wouldn't make sense. Well, I mean, can... 
he might be alive with no. You know you, the other rumor I, I saw. I saw who's the. <laughs> this is not racist. Who's the yellow one? The who's in jail? Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> with the, she's got the little the tattoos on her her face. Oh, um, uh, she got in a fight with Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahsoka. She got a she framed Ahsoka for that crime or blowing up the oh, temple or some right. shit. Yep. And then she's in jail right now. So you could see with all the craziness of Order sixty six, maybe she escaped from jail and maybe she knows that Grogu's in there. And she's the one that saves Grogu. Barris. Barris herself. Offy. Is it Barris Offy or Ferris Offy? Yeah, well, it says Fair. Yeah, Barris Offy. Yeah. Something says Barris herself on, uh, <laughs> according to Google, Barris herself. Mm. But it's Barris Offy. Yeah. Um, do, that's a good theory. Okay. I do think there's a theory out there when we first saw in Boba Fett uh, the, the Grogu flashback. Was it in Boba Fett or was it end of Mando? Uh, and Boba Fett or uh, Boba Fett, I think. But the the original like Order sixty six vision that he has, mm-hmm. and a lot of people saying he's in because of the angle and how low it is, he's inside R two. Oh, part, part of me, part of me does wonder. Not that R two instinctively saved him on his own. I think someone hit him in R two. I think yeah, like I think someone like Quinlan Voss, or it could be someone else, but I think someone like Quinlan Voss. R2 recognizes. R2 doesn't really know what Anakin's doing at this exact moment. Like, he knows mm-hmm. he's at the temple. Does he actually really know what's happening? And then he probably starts to see shit go down and then recognizes, like, say, someone like Quinlan or another Jedi. And then they essentially put Grogu inside of him. What would be really... <laughs> <laughs> what... <laughs> what will be really cool, though, is I also think we're going to get Hayden Christensen. Oh, yes. yes, yes, we got to. We I think we're going to see him fight some Jedi, maybe some just some unknown, obscure Jedis. But I think it would be a very cool scene to see essentially Grogu's perspective of inside R2 while Anakin is talking to R2. Going back to like, like after he does it at the temple. R2, stay with the ship. Uh, while he's on fucking <laughs> uh, Mustafar, yeah, but he was on Mustafar. <laughs> can you imagine? But it makes it. But like, how how did how did Anakin get to the temple? Right? I mean, he's walking up the steps, but he could have met the guards there. And how does Anakin usually get around in his you know maybe his little starship? R two is usually hot in his tails. R two usually stays behind. R two mm-hmm. uh, the last time that R two ever stayed behind when he was told was when Anakin said R2 stay with the ship on Mustafar right. and then look what happened and then that's mm-hmm. why like when Luke says like R2 stay with the ship or R2 stay back R2 doesn't he just comes right up with him because mm-hmm. he's right. he's afraid of what happened it's kind of funny to say like a droid was afraid but like what happened last time he was uh, someone well, brought I, I wish he's he could, aware of he's, what happened right yes yes very mm-hmm. much so. well he has that weird line with C-3PO, right? Like when he, when he first goes to see Padme or something. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, says something to the C-3PO. And C-3PO's like, well, he is under a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> he just killed like 20 children. Well, you know, it's a little stressed out, R2. Have you ever had kids, You might kids, kill some R2? kids too. <laughs> <laughs> you might whip out the lightsaber too, R2. Don't judge. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm really excited to see more of that. Because the, the vision in the Mando trailer was different than what we saw in um book of boba fett 
yeah. Book of Boba Fett. There's actually more Jedi fighting in front of him. So mm-hmm. what I actually think is cool about that, it's I, in some ways it could be the exact same memory and scene, only we're now seeing it with him actually starting to remember more information. Mm. Where when we first saw it, there's like less Jedi there. Um, the so. mm-hmm. the edges of his vision are blacked out or something like that kind of thing. You could you could yeah, like, like not that it was per se, like, but I'm like, actually wondering if only... we're gonna see multiple scenes throughout multiple episodes of Grogu having like these like dissociative flashbacks. Yeah, he gets into like a bath or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's Mando giving Grogu a bath. He gets real sleepy. <laughs> and then tomorrow shows up and says, Are we having baths now? Let me in. Let's show how it's done. Let me bath the little guy. Let me show you how it's done. When I was a little <sighs> boba. My, my papa. My papa Django used to bathe me just like this. On Camino in the water in the ocean. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the rest of the trailer also looks very good. <clears throat> oh, Babu? Babu Frick. Babu! Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> the only good part of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, that scene uh, that, when, when uh, they when all, all the rebels are showing up, and I don't know who he's with. Is it that gold helmeted lady? And it's like super serious, and then he just like pops up from her like lap. Hey, like hey. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wrote that, fucking brilliant. Oscar worthy. Yeah. I love even yeah. like the way he talks. He's in the shop. He's like, "Oh, I'm so so bubble fig." <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the same actress as Moaning Myrtle too, isn't it? From Harry Potter, is it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. Yeah, pretty sure it is. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, it looks it looks great. Um, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about. it. I think it was just like a really good trailer. I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think it's going to be like some sort of Mando on Mandalore civil war. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, you know, there's there's a you're seeing the runes of Mandalore from that scene we saw um, in that flashback when the armorer is telling him the story of Mandalore and like the city blows up. What do they call it? The Night of a Thousand Tears or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, there's some people uh, wondering if like the armorer is part of Death Watch. Can connected to Maul some way because she's got little horns in her helmet. Mm. I never have thought of seen, that. Have you seen that the picture Maul. of the actress that plays her? No. She's actually, you know? pretty, she's actually pretty attractive. <laughs> she's actually quite attractive. Yeah, like if you look at her picture and I like IMDb, I'm like, huh. I had the house to myself this evening the other night, and my goodness, I had a good time. <laughs> How do you think Mandalorians have sex? Like well, they this, just don't have to take their helmet off. They just don't take their bucket off. Their pants. They just bang buckets. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> so good. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. That's not the way. That's not the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong way, fool. Uh, spit on it if you're gonna go that way. Oof. Woof. Uh, gross. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the title of the episode. <laughs> Uh, look, look at this. Look at this. That's her. Uh, Andy is holding up his phone with a lady that's, uh, yeah, yeah. She's like Michael Scott in the magazine. Look at her. Yeah, mm. that's the armor. It does, mm. it does look like that, that chair model from, uh, from the office. If you're familiar yeah. with her. <laughs> oh, God. 
but yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I'm assuming Moff Gideon will reappear in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and lots of Coruscant and the the cloner oh, yes. fella. Okay. Okay. The clone fella. Uh, yeah, Doctor. Uh, what's his name? Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Um. Oh, what's the doctor's name? Um, Zeus. Oh, to the interwebs. It's gonna bot drive. I I just was talking about him with someone today. Doctor Erskine or per- something like that. Pershing. Pershing. Yeah. Per- I prefer Isaiah to be honest. Pershing just. Pershing. Yeah. Right. So he. Uh, yeah. Coruscant. I'm wondering, is that going to be a before scene of him like starting the cloning process, or is that back on Coruscant? L- living the good life. Yeah, of course not. The height of the empire, cloning up a storm. Well, but what's interesting is like we haven't, we've never seen Coruscant other than that one random put in the refurbished DVD release of uh, the Return of the Jedi. Yes, like off po- in the end, we haven't seen Coruscant in like, this era, post Empire era. Mm-hmm. Post, yeah, post Empire, we have not seen it. Like that's kind of interesting to me. That's a good because point. Because the New Republic was actually forming on the Hosnian system that got blown up by Starkiller Base. Yeah. Yeah, apparently it moved around, I was reading, and that the reason they distanced it from Coruscant is because of the connection to the Empire. When they were creating their new republic, they didn't want to have the same place that the Empire started, so they tried to do some different place. And I think it actually go back and like rebuild like the High Republic era and where like take back their shit and take down the Emperor flags and like open the Jedi Temple up again. (laughs) I Write a letter to Ryan Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> this whole thing is very mismanaged. Very mismanaged. Quite <laughs> concerning. Uh, uh, but yeah, so at one, one of the well, that you guys just kind of shot down my what my theories might have been, and that like uh, Bo Katan or something might have been making a plea to the new Senate, New Republic, for like representation for Mandalore within the the Senate itself. Mm if you want to get political about it, but somehow the Mandalorian doesn't really have that same kind of political vibe. Like, I think that would fit more in Andor than it would. I did. I did watch a video was kind of in that thought where it wasn't so much a Mando Mandalorian civil war. It was essentially all the different Mandalorians from across the galaxy convening to essentially you vote who they wanted to be the new leader. It was actually like a political, like, yeah, voting system. Um, and then something happens where they all need to work together to defend Mandalore, essentially. Oh, okay. Which was like another take. But again, I kind of had the same thought as Pat. Like, Andor is like that political show. I don't know if they want to go that way. So it felt like it would be more natural for Bo-Katan to like want to just take what she believes is hers. Here, here's a question, though. Is Bo-Katan like really a good guy? Do you know what I mean? Like, no. Because initially no, she no, only kind of so. supports the Republic because Maul betrays her, right? Prior to that, she was kind of like a terrorist. Like she hated her sister because she was a pacifist and she wasn't she like was death watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she only really kind of, it was because Maul killed Satine that she was really like, Oh, maybe I should align <laughs> with someone else, but she's not really necessarily like a trustworthy or good person. Yeah. So I don't it's know. Watching rebels. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert now, guys. Yeah, he's already I watched it last night. So. Hey. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, you're totally right. Like, um, I wonder if we're even going to get like a little tease of Sabine Wren pre Ahsoka. Um, Ooh, maybe coming in. I mean, she's Mandalorian, right? Uh, and, and like, mm-hmm. l- look at the name of the show, The Mandalorian. So, like, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. Who's 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 the cheese? We got Din Djarin's name now. He's no longer it's Grogu. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, having Grogu I'm wield the dark saber. I'm not joking. It's 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 gonna be Grogu. Grogu's gonna be gonna wield the dark saber. He's gonna bridge the gap between the Jedi and the Mandalorians. He is the Mandalorian. He's gonna unite but, House Jedi and House Mando to uh, <laughs> yes for yes, all of will. for all of Westeros. He's gonna marry Sabine Wren. <laughs> I'd love to find that do Tommy think, Lee. Do you think we'll ever hear him talk? Oh, that'd be great. I don't know. I mean, like, what would his voice be like? Would he talk like Yoda? Because in Ghost of the Jedi, Yaddle talked fairly normal. No, I, I hear Yoda's <laughs> thing was just a Yoda thing. Like that voice style was just a Yoda. But why? Did he, did he have a stroke or something? I guess he was like nine hundred. So for me, he had a stroke. <laughs> No, I I saw some video online one time where someone was trying to theorize or like provide rationale for why Yoda went that way, and I feel like it made sense. I can't remember. I have to find it. It's like H- Hodor, like he just had a really traumatic event. When he was, like, <laughs> well, Hodor Hodor had a seizure. <laughs> Hold the door! Hold the door! Hold the door! Um, I can't tell if that's brilliant or the stupidest thing in the world. I will say though, I feel like <laughs> right. I feel, uh, I think we will hear him talk by the end of the season, say something. Dada. I just, I just don't think there's any voice he's going to have that I'm going to be satisfied with. It's going to be like rise of the planet of the apes. Andy circus is going to be the voice no. and he's going to go. Yes. Rogu is home. What that would, talk? you know, what actually would make it actually cute. <laughs> Is if it was like a really gruff like man, and we're expecting like a child, but like it was like Jason Statham, where you know what I would even go for like an Antonio Banderas. I think that could that could be, would be pretty like awesome. No, but he does pussy yes, boots. Like, yeah, can't be that. I know. If, I if if Moff Gideon was in it, Giancarlo would be amazing. I want like a big <laughs> deep baritone like. <laughs> hey, ladies, what's going on? It's Samuel Jackson. Samuel that's, Jackson. That's the thing. Mace Windu passed his Jedi essence <laughs> into Grogu. <laughs> What's up, motherfucker? You gonna finish that frog? <laughs> it could be like Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel Boom. would be a great choice. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Boom. <laughs> like a la Rocket, Rocket Raccoon kind of thing. Like he just does something. All right, all right, all right. Like, wait, I was the fucking the best. Or Cuba Gooden <laughs> Jr. I can see Cuba. Oh, Cuba. Yeah, let's get him back in the fold. Yeah. L Cool J. Yeah, I'm noticing a trend. Yeah, or is it uh, Zach Zach Galifianakis would be funny. Zach Galifianakis would be really funny as Grogu. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> can you see him? Mandalorian, like the way, we, <laughs> like essentially <laughs> Alan from. Uh, it's Angry. pronounced Grogu, not Grogu. Grogu. I can see Zach Galifianakis doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? I feel like I think it should be this. This this is the role Robert Downey Jr. has been waiting for. Oh, this is why he was meeting with Lucasfilm uh, yeah. a couple yes. months ago. He's the voice of Grogu. <laughs> yeah. uh, cheeseburger, <laughs> <laughs> frog first. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, Robert Grogu Jr. I like it. 
<laughs> we love Robert Downey Jr. to make <laughs> That's it. That's the winner. That's oh the winner. God. 100%. Robert Downey Jr. is Grogu. So you heard it here first on Good Morning Alderaan, folks. <laughs> I love it. Uh, shit. Uh, is that it for Mando? Anything else? I mean, yeah. they, they didn't really show you much, really. It was no. a lot of just kind of flashes with, like, Mando's, like, voiceover, which was pretty cool, but... There wasn't anything new. It was just kind of repackaged from the last time. And yep. I think that's just like, who saved Grogu? Will the Mandalorians come together? And that's kind of it. Yep. Some teasing. I do ultimately yeah. think, and we've talked about this before, that Grogu will wield the, the Darksaber. No. No chance. It's the size of him. He will grow. Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? He'll, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> in... Uh, end game when they're doing like the, the time stuff and um mark ruffalo is the hulk and it's just like they shrink ant-man he comes back from the quantum realm and it's like yeah. he's a baby he'll grow <laughs> <laughs> i see this as an absolute win <laughs> <laughs> i i i think that or they'll take the i don't know is the dark saber run on a kyber crystal that's a good question i they could essentially put it in a Yoda-sized lightsaber for him, if that's the case. Ooh, will 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 this war for Mandalore smash the dark saber, and then have it reforged uh, for Grogu? For Grogu, a la Lord of the Rings: mm-hmm. Return of the King from the shards. I do, I do think at the end of all of this, Grogu is essentially like the Mandalorian, and he's like the the. He's essentially, in some ways, the gray Jedi Mandalorian mix. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's a balance there with him. Where yeah, the series will, the series will end, and then it'll say like fifty years later, and then like Ray shows up. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be awesome. What a mm-hmm. way, what a great way to like flash forward and like reboot some stuff. Like he kind of oversees the rebuilding of Mandalore, or like Mandalore is wiped out and he's just on his own on Mandalore, or the, like surviving. Like, no one really knows he exists. Like that he. But exists. then Ray finds him somehow in searching for like lost Jedi, and then she hands him a, a lightsaber and he throws it away. <laughs> yeah, and he fucks a porg because they're yeah. the same size. <laughs> Did you know? Originally, you know when the the porg is like jumping on the lightsaber, and the one's like looking at it, yeah. and then like. Originally, the real scene was that it went through the pork's head and killed the pork. <laughs> See, <this laughs> but they got it out. Why, it didn't test why well. They, why? Come on. Just let it happen. I don't know. Uh, alas. Yeah. Greg was just milking some other giant alien. <laughs> Jumping on the I, tit. And then, I mean, we can talk more as it gets closer for Jedi Survivor, but like, I'm really hoping for some, like, digital cameos of some characters or something like yeah some bridges that connects the timelines because like obi-wan's very closely linked or at least some references to the kenobi series they just share like a bathroom they're sitting here and all next to each other like hey or like could you imagine if uh (laughs) what's the guy the actor's name i can never pronounce it right i mean respect when i'm trying to be respectful but uh new jammy camille new jammy najimi camille najimi i think his name is yeah najimi najimi new jammies he plays the fake he he was in yeah uh, yeah Obviously, the Marvel, but he uh, plays the fake Jedi. Yes. He would be a fucking awesome character 
to just show up in a video game. A hundred percent. I think 100%. so. Yeah. Or that actually might be a really good um, Quinlan Voss cameo as well. Yeah, Quinlan Voss would be interesting, and that'd be an interesting way to kind of introduce him. Like, he might be a cool boss for that game, like a boss battle kind of thing. You have to fight another Jedi, like you do a la Darth Vader mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Little parts and pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we think we'll get Quinlan Voss live action? We have to. He's been teased so many times. I think so. I hope so. I think teasing him in Obi Wan was uh, like I. I don't think anything is an original project. Like I don't think it's necessarily like the MCU movies have very specifically been all very tightly linked and controlled of like what happens in each thing because they all play into the other. I I, I think Star Wars is essentially like that under Disney. Mm-hmm. That although Obi Wan's kind of its own thing, and then you got Mando, and then you got Andor, and all these different things. I think nothing gets done unless it's sort of approved by like the head table. And and Mm. I think, I think by putting something like that in Obi-Wan, it means something for the greater star Wars universe and other projects that are to come. See, I hope so, but I, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy runs the same kind of tight ship that, uh, Kevin Feige did. Right. Like, like Kevin Feige had kind of that, that overall image, that visage, that like vision, Whereas Kathleen Kennedy is yeah. more about like stockholder, 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 like just. I feel I feel like for Star Wars, it's like it has to make sense within canon, but it's not telling a greater story. Where like Feige's like, okay, yeah, it's not. Not only do you have to like respect canon, but it has to lead towards this He's, story that I'm telling. Yes, They're like he he'll give some kind of. He still has creative control, but like he'll let you color in the lines, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I I still think, though, to some degree, there's purposeful mentioning of things to set up other things. I hope so. I really hope so. Not just name dropping for the sake of name dropping. Right. Like, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's the fear (laughs) is. But like, again, unfortunately, in our lifetimes, we probably won't see the end of all the Star Wars lore going here, there and everywhere kind of thing. But yeah, and thinking too, especially because like Obi-Wan says his name out loud and it's like Quinlan. And like, yeah. it's not just like on a wall that some YouTuber like picked out as an Easter egg. Like, oh, this that's Quinlan Voss. Right. And like, no, like he said it out loud. Quinlan's he called it out. Yeah. And he last time he mentions Quinlan was in uh, Revenge of the Sith when he says Master Voss has led this mission. When he's talking to Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, shit. So I feel like, yeah, it's bound to happen. It's just a matter of when. They may not have figured out when, but I think I think the plan will be to do it at some point. I'm trying to think of who a good actor would be to play Quinlan Vos. Shit, yeah, that's tough. Some, sometimes the best ones are just the the unknown, right? Well, I I, I think um, uh, fucking Ice Cube Junior. O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think that's a wasted opportunity. I think like we we were kind of theorizing about that way like over a year ago yeah. when they announced yeah. the uh, the cast yeah. or a year ago whatever it was. Um, yeah. I think he would have been a great mm. Quinlan Voss. But yeah, I just did a quick like fan cast of people's picks. You know who's one of the that comes up a bunch is uh, Aquaman Jason Momoa. <laughs> Ah, he's too obvious, I think, just because of the long hair. Yeah. I think just because, just yeah. like, people see with him with the long hair that, like... And I think he'd be too, like, cocky. Well, I don't know. Quillen Voss apparently was kind of a cockier, more arrogant character. I need to read that fucking book still with him and Asajj Ventress. 
Dark Disciple, I think it's called. But uh, that's another person who I w- I'm curious will ever see it live action. Assage. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. I think we talked about that you and I on our last episode, didn't it, right? I think so. Because mm-hmm. I was getting getting real in the Clone Wars. Now I'm on the Rebels. Yeah. Absorbing all that Star Wars content. Hell yeah. Hell Rebels yeah. is okay. Rebels is not bad. Start off a little, yeah. First few episodes, I'm like, yeah. And then it builds. Bit of a slog. Like Clone Wars. Yep. Yeah. Moves, moves faster than Clone Wars, I'll say that for sure. Has Thrawn come Wars in yet? Is... Are you at Thrawn part two? Yes, he, he just showed up. Yeah. It gets it gets pretty sweet with him in the mix. Yeah. He's I my... just finished. The last episode I watched was with uh, Wedge and Tilly's made his debut. Oh, nice. Question. So Wedge and Tilly's, but then who is R2 and C-3PO's former owner? Uh, um, uh, is his name also? Very... Is it also in Tilly's? It's in Tilly's. It, yeah. It's, it's not Bale and Tilly's. It's uh, Captain Antilles. Uh, Captain. Uh, Are they related, Wedge, and these people? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just, lots of Antilles. It's, it's like the writing. Smith of Star Wars. It's a, it's, yeah, exactly. It's a very popular uh, Star Wars name. Just like Skywalker? Yeah, apparently shit. Captain Ramus Antilles. Ramus Antilles was a human male from Alderaan. During his time in service uh, of the House Organa, he captained CR-90 Corvettes, Tanta V-3 uh, and Tanta V-4. Antilles was killed in action during the secret mission of Tatooine while trying to protect Princess Leia Organa from being captured by Darth Vader. He's the one who got choked out by Vader. Um, saying, this is a counselor ship. We're on a diplomatic mission. If this is a counselor ship, then where? Wait, no. If this is a counselor ship, then where is the ambassador? And then he chokes and dies. Isn't that sweet acting? <laughs> so good. So wet. Oh my god. Mm. Give me a potty award. <laughs> there should be podcasts called podcast awards called potties. Oh fuck. Should we start one? Mm. We should start one. We should. Anyhow. I don't know what Andy's doing. Uh I'm looking up actors to play Quinlan Voss. <laughs> what you got some picks? No. No, I got nothing. No. They got nothing. I, uh, honestly, the only one I recognized was Jason Momoa, and the rest, I just had no idea yeah. who the hell they were. Yeah. Randomly, so, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves came up, but I'm like, that doesn't... Really? It's a little little light. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe a Keanu with a little bit of makeup, a little bit of... Nah, maybe not Keanu. I don't know. Save him for something else. <laughs> Some other part of the Star Wars lore, but... Anywho. On that... S- well note thank you everyone for your attention and for listening to us and for sticking in there and hanging out with us tonight greatly appreciate it um check us out on instagram at good morning alderon uh you can find us doing some random little posts in our stories about uh star wars and uh <laughs> i was trying to sound like a pilot there for a second yeah <laughs> You have a lot of podcasts to choose from, and uh, I want to be a pirate. Thanks for uh, pilot, not pirate. <laughs> Pirates don't talk like that. Uh, thank you for so riding the, the SS. Uh, if you take a look in the comment section of this podcast, you'll find uh, lots of links, so you can feel free to help yourself. Uh, enjoy your listening and <laughs> stay safe. We got a cruising altitude of. Uh, 
not very high because you should be on the ground listening to this unless you are on a plane, <laughs> and which uh, refer to your actual pilot. All right, fuck this. This is stupid. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I, I like where this is going. I, I think we could do a whole podcast like this. <laughs> Just in <laughs> pilot and or pirate talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I be your pilot. Thank you for choosing Spirit Airlines. You, be, you have a choice in air travel, and we thank you for choosing ours. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> I love talking like a pirate. Oh, uh, that's well note. Just want to say thanks for listening. And hey! Always be a Jedi in the streets. And a Sith in the sheets. And a pirate in this... Uh, <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. Hey, what's that in Dodgeball? Gar Peter. Gar Peter. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>